0: All right, back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing Sands with us now. It's been the one and twos. 1-800-707-9760. 1-800-707-9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Integrity Visors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether auto, life, home, or renters. He can find the cheapest rate out there for you because he represents over 40 different carriers for insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That is Integrity Visors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports grind. Yeah. What's going on, Sam? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Man? All right, doing all right. It's Tuesday. We couldn't get off to a better start this week. But anyway, so things roll on. So yeah, that was a big one. Uh, we got the te- we got the franchise tag deadline um, that's approached us. I see the Cowboys decide to use theirs on their tight end. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't understand. I-, I agree with Sam shaking his head because to me, I'm like, damn. Was he that much of Dak's safety blanket? I mean, did he pop out of the screen? What is that much? And I'm thinking like, uh, you do understand that this is what I'm hearing, a good tight end draft too. That's pretty much deep with tight ends. You know, Dak is supposed to restructure this. And keep in mind, I've told you, Jerry Jones, the godfather, is the one that has a lot to do with this manipulation of the salary cap. Hey, we're going to bump it up to 27, 28. I just sent out a mass email. I mean, come on, man, because he's the one that I, Jerry is a master of transferring credit card debt. That's what he's been doing ever since he gave Romo that big contract um, after Romo had the newborn right on the couch next to the Similac, Because he's at Dak is going to restructure. I mean, they've already cut, uh, you know, they're going to release Amari Cooper. But this is it's one of those situations that when 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 Jerry signs these guys. We all look like, because I remember the question, like, can he, can all these guys get paid? Can really Dak and Amari and Zeke get paid? Well, we finding out the answer is no, not really. It looked good when it happened, but no, nah, they really couldn't get all get paid.
1: All right. But tag the tight end, that's kind of a head scratcher to me as well, too. It might, I'm not really upset about it when you look at how he's progressed from year over year. Uh, going back to Jason Witten of old. Where he retired, went to the booth the first time, and then they brought him back because Blake Jarwin couldn't get it down and Dalton Schultz was young and couldn't get it down. But he's doubled his his t- uh, touchdown total from four to eight. So you're talking a oh, tight end, almost double-digit touchdowns. 78 catches for 800, uh, 800 yards. That's really, like, if you're looking for at $10 million, that's not going to break the bank. If you especially Jerry Jones Cowboys, you're going to be you go get a tight end this year. If it's a deep draft, go grab him. But you know you've got an option that you can rely on, and I like Dalton's ability. I don't know about using the tag on him, but I'm I'm
0: basically gonna have other guys walk out this door.
1: It's a proven it contract. I, well, it
0: the bottom line is we could be you could be watching Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence walk out the door. Then you're talking about what is this Dallas team even looking like going into a lame duck season for Mike McCarthy? I I, I don't know about using their tag on the tight end when one, this is going to be a deep tight end draft from what I'm hearing. And again, I don't know if this tight end, did did he make the Pro Bowl? No. Okay. I mean, what what has he done to jump out of the screen? Like, hey, we got to give a tag on him. Look. Consistency. Quality. Consistency. And how many tight ends have they gone through? I mean, this is just finally a tight end that they've settled on. But what I'm saying is that I'm not trying to say it's doomsday. I'm not saying that it's totally ridiculous. It's just a head scratch to be like, really, the tight end? When you got a situation where you're cutting Amari to save up money, and you're probably you, – DeMarcus Lawrence already told you he's not taking a pay cut. Right. So he's put you in a situation where Randy Gregory might have to walk and DeMarcus Lawrence, you might have to be cutting him to let him go. Because at the end of the day, you're going to pay – you made a choice, speaking of Dallas – you chose Michael Gallup over Amari Cooper, which is going to be cheaper. But at the right. end of the day, Michael Gallup just got cut on. Okay? Michael Gallup got that sir, that injury at the worst time in the worst season he could have had it going into free agency. So, and you got Wilson on it. I don't know. Not going to kill him for it, but we'll just, we'll see how it plays out. 1 800 707 976. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports crown here on ticket 760 and 1300 zone. On What's up, Mike?
2: Yeah, man. I um, mean, yeah, I wanted to talk about the um, uh, Russell Wilson situation. I'm not gonna even waste my time talking about Denver. Cause, uh, like I say, I, I I'm not a Denver fan anyway. But I'm, I want to talk about Seattle and that move that they made. Uh, you you can't let a man. Just like I told you about Carson Wentz last week, man. You can't let a man like Russell Wilson go for the quarterback that they got for, for the quarterback that they got from Denver. This guy here is a useless. He's no good. He's a backup quarterback. I know they. You know, I know that they uh, could have got some. They could have got more draft picks from Denver, just like the Rams did when they got when they brought in uh, Stafford and all that. You, uh, uh, Russell Wilson is, is, is just as good as Matthew Stafford, and there's no reason why Seattle should have made this trade uh, without getting some better players for the deal. You in know, a, in, a, in, a, in a backup quarterback, it makes no sense uh, for them to make that deal, uh, especially choosing Pete Carroll. This guy here is... He's had his time in the NFL. If they did choose him over Russell Wilson, the guys in his late 70s, I think he's he's uh, he's past his prime. I don't think he's going back to a Super Bowl with Seattle. Seattle made a real bad move. They're going to regret this for years. Unless they're planning on bringing in somebody like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or, or uh, Wentz from uh, Indianapolis, I think Seattle, they're going to be having quarterback problems for the next couple of years, and they, they, they only can blame themselves. And I thank you for taking my call today.
0: All right, Mike. Well, first off, when you're when you're a quarterback of Russell Wilson's stature, and you're a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and most important, out of more important than those two things I just said, when you're quote unquote a model citizen for the organization, and never cause no problems, and you had former teammates that you won Super Bowls with talk about you, and you just kept you 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 kept trucking forward, they're gonna work with you, Mike. They're gonna work with you. There was no way if if he evidently. He sent fire shots and warning shots on the Dan Patrick show a year ago. Talking about, I'm tired of getting hit. They played through the season. Seattle is a far, they, they've got a rebuild. They would have had a rebuild with Russell. They wouldn't, if Russell didn't really want to be there, okay, he would have basically, all he had to do was say, hey, I don't want to be here. They weren't going to fight him on that. That's a talk, because at the end of the day, even if you leave Russell with Seattle, they got a rebuild going on. They got as much as they could out of that run with with, with with the legion of boom and all that. It's Russell. It was you. You saw the writing on the wall. First Earl Thomas, then Richard. Hell, they got a decision with Bobby Wagner. One of the best linebackers in the game is technically look at the contract he's going to hit on their books. They might have to release Bobby Wagner. But if you move Russell Wilson, now you can keep that piece that wears a captain on his jersey for 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 basically Bobby Wagner. But make no mistake about it from everything I've heard and all the the Seattle pretty much halfway pushed Russell out the door. And that is something I don't understand. And that's why I say this guy's coming in with something to prove. And unlike look, there was a guy that was left for dead, which screws on his back of his neck in Indy. And he came in and went to two Super Bowls, won the division five, six years in a row two AFC championships and an MVP and one of the, Russell is in better health than that guy was. I know that's one of the goats in Peyton. I'm not saying Russell's better, but the health-wise. And this is a situation that's going to people say like, damn, I didn't know Denver had that kind of talent. That's what this is going to do. And it's going to show how important. And if to me, the people that say, oh, well, gave up a lot. uh, when, When you got 12, 15 GMs, and former GM saying that half the league is not sure about their quarterback position, this is a damn good deal. This is a good deal. You didn't have to, and you don't you didn't have to touch none of them offensive weapons he's going into. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I don't know. I mean, one part Mike brings up, who knows? Drew Locke, uh, fortunately for Drew Locke, bad coaching. Never got the right coaching with Pat Sherman. Pat Sherman's trash. And but the point Mike brings up, who knows? Seattle might not be ready to go and and ride with Drew. Maybe they bring in Drew some insurance. Maybe another guy's on the horizon. Now, you damn sure ain't doing no trade for Jimmy. They ain't doing no in-division trade with Jimmy Garoppolo sending him to Seattle. So that ain't happening, Mike. That's not going to happen. Now, maybe if you get car... I don't know about that. I think, Drew, they're going to try to see if they can draft. They're in a rebuild, man. This is a rebuild for Seattle. And Russell wasn't sticking around for that. He wasn't sticking around for that.
1: I would also argue with Mike that the... Seahawks got a better deal for Russ than Detroit did for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's trade was two first round picks and a third and Jared Goff. Seattle's getting two first round picks, two seconds, a fifth, and adding Drew Locke and Noah Fant and Shelby Harris.
0: They got a they got a Pro Bowl defensive player. And Shelby Harris, they've got in these picks. And keep in mind these, and you got to look at the situation from the Denver side of things. And George Patton, that's come in. Them picks ain't guaranteed. I mean, that organization has gone through picks and picks, especially for that position. You're getting a guy that's entering his prime years, that's motivated. That that for the first time, probably in his career, had to miss some games because of injury, because of a thumb injury. Okay. This guy's going to wake up, you know, getting to face Patrick Mahomes twice a year and Hibbert and Russ could say, oh, this is what's sad. You're going to, okay, y'all must have forgot. That division, the ball is in the Raiders' court, man. Even if they roll with Derek Carr, and I believe he's had a hell of a season, hell of a year. He's a good quarterback. But when you put up the pictures of like that thing in school, in elementary, where the teacher used to give you things, you got a circle class on what doesn't belong in that picture. What's odd that suppose they have a picture of Leeds and all that, and all of a sudden they stick a shoe in there and you had to circle. When you put up the, the quarterbacks now in the AFC West and you put up all their pictures and if you add an elementary school circle something that doesn't belong here, it's going to be Derek Carr. Now, that's kind of harsh. That's the reality. That's some guns in that, that division now. Must see TV. And make no mistake about it, the AFC West will dominate prime time over the next few years. It will dom- dominate prime time in games. You do say she wasn't going to sit back for seven years just to, just to sit there and let this happen? Told you everything. Last year was just a punt, man. It was all leading up to this, you know? And Russell's about the team. That's the reason why I had him over. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers, Russell ain't coming with all that sideshow. He's like, my baby's in show business. She was in show business for all her life. I don't, need, I don't, I don't have to be Hollywood. You know? See what happens. 1 800 707 9760. Let's go back to the phone. Let's go to Casey Rob. Casey Rob, you on the sports grind here on ticket 760 and 1300 zone. What's up, Casey? For
3: 2,365 days, 13 straight L's y'all been taking. You think we're worried about Russ? That's Come it. on, man. I can you hear know.
0: in your voice, Rob. I, I, I hear yeah. you. I'm going to respect the Down. throne. Hey, man, I'll respect Down. the throne. Y'all got it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. say y'all, y'all wrong. I'm just telling. I respect the throne, but I hear it in your voice, bro. You I hear keep, you wrong. In your room, no, no no. You oh, keep, okay.
3: no, no. You keep talking about we're renting the house. No, we own the damn block.
0: Oh, oh okay, okay.
3: Remember, okay. we own the damn block. All right, okay, all right. You're talking about Judy. You talking about Sutton? Hey, we got Reek, Travis is going to be one two stepping over there in the end zone. Come on, man. We ain't worried about Russ. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Hey, but, what else you got? What else hey, you man. got, Rob? What else you got, hey,
3: man? I'm just, I'm just letting you know, man. I'm just reminding you, you know who Denver's daddy is, right? It's Patrick LeVon Mahomes II. <laughs> just remember that. I'm just All right, you know, man. And by the, hey, hey, and by the way, uh, San Antonio, Austin, hey, uh, you know, 305, whatever. Hey, you're this is, This is going to be AFC West Radio. Get used to it. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Rob.
0: All right, man. Appreciate the phone call. I get it, man. It's a lot of hate going on. Because a lot of it hates when people hate that I'm right at the top, But I've been telling y'all, this is what's going to line up. I knew the air wasn't going nowhere. And I knew Russell looked at that roster. Russell said, damn. Russell going to be able to get out of bed on Monday, Tuesdays now. Okay? Getting hit. He was going in a car wreck every other play running around with that line. we going to let him cook all right. Then we're like, damn. And I thought Metcalf was where it was all about. Cause I tell you, the one guy that's doing cartwheels over there while he's in his rookie contract, and that's your duty, okay? Somebody's got to save the tide wide receiver thing, cause the tide wide receivers are taking a beating right now in the league. It's been bad for the for the former uh, Crimson tide receivers. From guys sitting in the pen, from guys taking action and in, in gambling, which I want to talk more into more details is coming out that with that, but that's fine, Kansas City, Rob. I mean, Kansas City's where it's at, but trust me. Trust me, it's going to be more attention paid on that defense side of the ball in the offseason for Kansas City more than years have come. But I really do think the Raiders, all seriousness aside, Raiders are the one that the ball is in their cart. And Derek Carr might step up to the challenge, but they got to marry him first. They got to marry him. They, Derek's been looking for a big-time contract for a while. Had a good season. We'll see if Josh McDaniels marries him. Also in the NFL news, so the tags continue to roll in. And what else we got? What's the update on who else some of the big names that's gotten franchise tagged?
1: Well, when you look at the uh, Dalton Schultz, he's one of three tight ends uh, that got tagged. Um, uh, Of course, Cleveland Browns uh, tagged yesterday, David Njoku. Now that makes sense. uh, And the Miami Dolphins tagged Mike Gusecki. Okay. I like that one. Uh, The uh, Buccaneers, uh, they tagged Chris Godwin.
0: Okay, that makes now. Now stop right there. Mm-hmm. The tight ends that you named. Does the tight end Dallas even belong in those conversations to be getting a tag on? Rough comparison, yeah. I don't know about that. Hey, Cleveland's tight end. That that's not a shock. That's that that's a beast. It's the, oh, uh, who who else is the guy in Miami?
1: Mike Geseki. Those,
0: but those are guys that have jumped out at the screen and understand. Like, hey, you might not find another one. Now you know your squad. You shaking your head like, gonna, no, not him.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push you, push you back on the clear David Njoku is the guy who made headlines two years ago for asking to leave. Okay. After the Browns went out and added Austin Hooper, I remember and that, and drafted a, drafted a, a tight end in the third round because they they weren't sure what they had in him. He had a case of the drops. So he, he was a raw talent coming out of Miami. But I, I think that he's growing into his own, but that's where just like his contract, kind of like the Gusecki contract and kind of the, the, the Dalton Schultz thing where you're going to franchise tag these guys because they're starting to come into their own and you're not sure that you want to commit to them long term in the future. You want to see him run it back again. Dalton Schultz doubled his production in the end zone, increased his, his reception yardage by 200 yards. So you want to see him run it back, and $10 million is not a bad price tag to run it back on a tight end and see if he's worth it the next year.
0: All right. I mean, I'm um, going to totally push you back on that, but I see it. It's still a head-scratcher, but I, but I won't put you back too much. But what are some other names that we've gotten that's got the tag? Well, of course, we've already mentioned Devontae
1: Adams. Uh, I'm gonna, and that one's going to jury's
0: out on that one. I, he's better have a new deal before camp. Because if not, then I'll look at Aaron and say, man, you didn't watch out for your boy as much as you thought. The whole Lance, the last dance tweet that you had out about a year ago, sending your subliminal messages, I, that to me, I thought that was going to be a major part of him staying. And, and if he gets a new deal before August, hey, backtrack on Aaron on that part about Aaron a little bit. But I got to see it to believe it because, trust me, Devontae Adams, even if that puts him at, what, $18 million for this year? Yeah. Devontae Adams suffers an injury in, in this season, uh, he'll be waiting on that contract. Devontae don't want to play with that franchise tag, even that's $18 million in one season. He wants a long-term deal because he wasn't going to want to stay there anyway if Aaron Rodgers left. But I know Devontae Adams knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't never leaving anybody. But you got a lot of players that are championing and cheering Aaron Rodgers behind the corner. They're like, hey, man, stuck it to him. That's all. Because not every player is going to have that leverage that Aaron kind of did, even though I know in my heart that he knew he wasn't even leaving anywhere. 1-800-707-9760. All right, how much time we got left? 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. We'll get to Thomas's phone call on the other flip side. Uh, definitely, we got more details coming out with the Calvin really thing. The The procedure that the NFL put in place for this worked, and I'm going to basically explain that to you as well when we talk about that. You listen to The Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by AzelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zingzang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zingzang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zingzang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zingzang responsibly. All right, back here on the sports crown and them goodies. Them goodies are coming to Colorado. 1-800-707-9760. Today's show was presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this last segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail. That Zing Zang. Make sure you go to your local liquor store to try out any of their pre-made alcoholic ready to drink. Drinks, they got new flavors on the way too. I'll be letting you know those about those soon. Or you can just stick to the original mix and add your favorite alcohol. Oh, yeah. Oh, a little bomb for the stream <laughs> over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, all right one 800 Definitely got to hunt down Mike Cliss for this one. And they're pretty so – I'm, I'm still waiting to the sale of the team. That's the next big news for the for the team in that way if you're interested in those things. But anyway, all right. I want to touch a little bit more on this details of Calvin really. But before we do that, we've got some social media and stuff. So what we got today?
1: Oh, we got all kinds of social media today. But really fast, I want to sneak in here. Do you think that now Russ Wilson being a part of it, Vegas – the future Super Bowl odds is going up jumped as a 600-point jump um, to go ahead and win it all. Do you think that's going to drive up the price of the team potentially because it's a better prospect than where they were a month well that's a ago.
0: that's a good question i i think you know there's been a i've told you the report number is out there is around the four billion mark for this friendship would be a record for professional any professional team you know we kind of you know got floored back you know when ball the the microsoft guy uh bought the clippers steve ballman i think his name is um, but this is what I'm hearing. But definitely it's increasing probably the value. I mean, I think they were going to sell for that anyway. But the betting future side, oh, yes. I can't remember what the odds were. I'm eager to see what the odds were prior to the division. But a guy like that, and I'm pretty sure the books – they adjusted their future betting in the last three or four months, anticipating that they knew that Denver was going to be in play for one of these quarterbacks. And that's just what that's what it is. The offseason um, had
1: opened at plus eighteen hundred and they're down to plus twelve hundred.
0: Right that's a big jump. That, that's a big jump for that. Yeah. I mean, people, they know. I mean, they know what kind of team going to. Do and they know what he's capable of and not only that that's the motivation factor.
1: And they figured and you guys got. were going to get either you know Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson they factored mm-hmm. that was going to happen. They got the good guy. For sure. They got the good one. Uh, Go ahead. Over on uh, Twitter, uh, we have Ice Trey. Uh Calvin Casey is in rare form today. Oh, Entertaining yeah. on many fronts, but get real, not rare. Russ mm-hmm. ain't gonna win a Super Bowl in Denver. Remember Wilson drifted off to the abyss in the Pacific, never to be heard from again. Funny. I like the castaway reference. Funny.
0: There ain't no need to rain, no afraid. And and I would say based on what? They got a better chance. Let me tell you something. He got a better chance of getting number two over the next five or six years in Denver than he had even if he stayed in Seattle. And that's part of the reason why I think he wanted to to go. Now, he hasn't said anything on social media. Keep in mind, he had a no-trade clause. So he has to sign. Not only the physical, has got to pass, but he's got to sign off on this. In my opinion... Uh, you uh, the, you don't do this type of deal with this many assets and stuff and, inter, and, you know, changing parts involved. And you have the Adams that will run with it if they didn't already check with them illegally. Backdoor conversations that they, he was all right with playing in there. What else we got? Facebook Live.
1: Uh, we've got Michael Esparza checking in. Said we're all hoping that Russ drops Sierra and gets with J-Lo. It said oh, your head would goodness. explode. I mean, that would that wow, put funny. Sierra on the market.
0: Yeah, so Russ loves that woman too much. He ain't ain't leaving nowhere anytime soon. Um, I see Neff up there. I see Neff trying to rain on my parade. What did he he say? What did
1: Neff say up there? He said, I'm trying to wash the throw-up out of my mouth. This Denver talk is getting outrageous.
0: Hey, man. I'm going to give you all a break over time, but come September, it'll, it'll be ratchet up. You know, y'all have had a break from the last five, six years. And I haven't really said nothing too much about. it. Ain't no reason to, you know. Next time, you probably have to sell of the team because I'm eager to see who this is going to be, who who the new owner. It's a new time, man. The franchise is turning over a new leaf. It's a new era, you know, going on. Well, the tail
1: of the tape had you, uh, had the you had the Broncos winning the West, so I wouldn't say that it has been too tampered down. Hmm. Um, you you definitely were riding them going yeah, in. Yeah, and,
0: and I, I missed that. I mean, again, I thought they were going to have better, you know, with Teddy kind of coming in, but, but I just underestimated how terrible Pat Shermer was. And he, I don't think he's got another gig rehired yet, uh, as we've seen this offseason, as any coordinator, and hope he stays away uh, for a while. But um, also, okay, real quick before we get out of here, the Calvin Ridley situation were broke yesterday while we were on air about the gambling. But more details are coming out. And the main thing is that, The NFL, what they had in place when they decided to get in bed with these casinos and gambling partners, um, they put in regulations on how to monitor their players. And come to find out, Calvin Ridley, okay, during his time, because remember, he took time away from the team in regards to mental health issues, to get right. And his time from the team is when he was at, let me make sure this is right, the Hard Rock Sportsbook in Florida, okay? Now... They've already spoken to a head representative of the Hard Rock in Florida, and he kind of breaks it down. You, I mean, you go to uh, USA to have, they has a story, but it comes down to where this guy Calvin Ridley walked in the casino, opened an app, okay, and bet $1,500 worth of parlays, okay, and just went up there and said, I'm Calvin Ridley. Didn't try to disguise himself and say that he was Papa Giorgio. Billy Nothing Vegas. like that. Papa Giorgio. Can you tell me what movie that's from, Jonas? For $50 that you're going to owe me once Jimmy Garoppolo's the next one traded here in the next week. Papa Giorgio. Who used Papa Giorgio as a fake Vegas casino name?
1: Oh, I have no idea in that one. Sam
0: knows it. Don't you know it, Sam? I'll
1: let Sam take it. Rusty.
0: Yeah, Rusty. Chevy Chase, Vegas, National Lampoon's Okay anyway nah, nah, all right man you're young head. you're young anyway so calvin ridley goes in there and what does the nfl have their policies with the relationship to have the casinos if you see one of our guys call this number let us know and sure enough the books there and the casino people there said wait a minute that guy plays for the Falcons. that's calvin ridley hey We just got confirmation. Check it. Is it right? Yes. The investigation goes on. So again, I don't want to pile on my roll tide, but damn, you couldn't have been in the getaway car and say, hey, man, go up there and take... The walked in there. And and to me, and this goes back to the eye in the sky we talk about, because I was wondering, how did the NFL fight? They're connected with these gambling partners and let them know to be on and look, if it's a ball boy, if it's a coach, if it's a player, let us know. And the system works. It's kind of like what we say about the steroid tasting in baseball. It's dangerous, but hey, everybody pop, but the system's working. So this worked. Now the other part of this conversation, which this happened in real time, that went down yesterday, and we were trying to talk about this, and I had some time to sit there and marinate on this, and and I've heard some people bring it up, but I, not enough. It's got me thinking too. What about Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins? Did the NFL investigate? Are they investigating that hard enough, like they did this, or had somebody working Takashi Six Nine at, at Hard Rock in Florida? And drop the dime on Calvin Ridley. Are they investigating owner Mr. Ross for Miami? Because let me tell you something. That is $1,500 betting on your team. No harm. They said that we, there was no inside information. That is on the scale. We talk about a scale to 1 to 20. That's at 2 compared to what Ross is being accused of by Brian Flores. That right there is... Integrity with the shield 10 times full, And just like I told y'all in real time yesterday, you've got players that are already tweet out like, damn, we get it. But all year for that, you know, all the, and then of course people, well, there's people that beat up their women that get to get for that. So it's a, but that is, I, again, I get why the NFL did it. Cause you've got a Calvin really going to make, whoever did this first was going to get made an example. They were going to have to walk around with the scarlet letter a on their chest all day, just walk around with it. The bottom line is, though, the question that some own—I mean, some players will have, and some fan people—and I have to agree—what about Ross? Because if Ross is proven that he really offered Brian Flores that he there should be there, they should be two teams up for sale this year in NFL: Denver and Miami. Okay. That's a, that's, that's the thing that the NFL gets in their situation to where, well, they let, you know, and it's sad because you, because you'll have some groups, you'll have some women who are like, man, they care more about the shield compared to that than protecting Susie, you know, Juanita, you know, uh, Rosie, people like that, Becky, they got more important to pre- you know, to protect them. than than oh, you can do that. you just serve six games. Just set but this is a guy that's going to lose all you. They had to send a message, but to me, it shows the system's working and it also puts, and I'm glad USA Today Sports put this article out because it lets the other players know and all professional sports, especially NFL, like, look, there, there's eyes on you. There's eyes on you. And got to think, that's Calvin Ridley. That's, that's not Odell Beckham. That's not, uh, Julio Jones. I mean, meaning that the being recognized, you got to think most of these guys, like, if they do commercials, they've gotten better. But most of the commercials you see, most guys, they used to have to do with their uniform on, their helmet on. They wear helmets. It's not like NBA where you can spot a guy. Calvin Ridley, a lot of people wouldn't be able to tell you Calvin Ridley if they bumped into him at HEB. So, to me, to get somebody to know, like, hey, that's Calvin Ridley, somebody that's not on the level of an Odell. I'm speaking about notoriety-wise. You know, that's not that's that's not a Michael Irvin. That's not a Jerry R- That's not a guy like, hey, man, even, even if I'm a casual buy, I know that guy. That's Calvin Ridley. And this time with Atlanta, they've kind of been down. But he went up there and officially gave him his, their, his ID and said, open me an app. And he pushed send. And $1,500, that's the highest juice of VIG that I've ever heard on a $1,500 bet. $11 million. It'll never get, there ain't a parlay that you're going to hit. You can go team up with Mattress Mac. And you're probably going to hit a parlay that's going to get that money back. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. But the moral of that is the Heat does need to figure out, are they investigating Brian Flores? I mean, excuse me, Ross for Brian Flores acquisitions as hard as they investigated this. And really, they didn't have to investigate this hard because they already had a dime dropped on uh, Calvin Ridley.
1: To the point that you're making about Calvin Ridley, if I say the name Josh Shaw to you. You know who that guy is?
0: Is he the last guy that was suspended because of gambling? He's the
1: last guy suspended in twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So this is just this isn't long that long ago, but it, it doesn't carry the notoriety of wide receiver one, Calvin Ridley.
0: Well, because I, there's another part of that too, Jonas. Is because well, he's in two, been
1: suspended and hasn't played in the NFL since.
0: Well, two nineteen was NFL wasn't all the way in bed with as much as gambling it is now. It hadn't really got all the way into where it is now. So that had a little bit to do with it. This is really about protecting their partners, too. It's about protecting the partner. Because let me tell you something. MGM, okay, all these, you know, it doesn't matter. They do not want players betting on their games. Because they do not want the, it's about the perception In the integrity because the average Joe guy that's walking down the street that likes to place $50 every weekend here and there, whatever, even if with his buddies, you do not want to think that Calvin Ridley or a receiver or a running back or a quarterback in a team is able to walk in a casino and bet and have more inside information than you do. The casinos don't want that, and the league doesn't want it for their different reasons. But there's not a casino, MGM, none of them people want their – they don't want athletes being able to do that. Now, the crazy thing about that is – is, you know, in boxing, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of fights in Mayweather than went to the Palms or went to the Mandalay Bay and dropped six, seven figures on him to win a boxing. Well, boxing, that's the Wild Wild West. It's different. But when you talk about that shield, this is where we draw the line at.
1: What do you got? I'm glad you went and used the word protection, though, because I think that's exactly why Stephen Ross is is going is not going to be held accountable here, because it's one thing to have a receiver. Who who includes his team as part of a fifteen, eighteen, you know, eighteen team parlay? But it's a whole, and, and and you can you can prove that. Again, he went to the sports book, used his real name, not an alias. Didn't get one of his guys in his circle to go ahead and place the bet for him. But you can so you can go ahead and you can prove you have the paper trail. But until we find out from the emails, from text communication, whatever. That Stephen Ross, they don't want to have that. The NFL is going to protect their owner because it's a lot worse to say we have an of owner course. paying to fix games. Because then, I mean, uh, kick, it, then you have to look around any inside trading that would go around that. To if if any of his friends, Stephen Ross's friends, put money on the opposing team of the Dolphins to to win a game. No, I got in you. Weeks one through eight, when the Dolphins were struggling, and now you have some whole insider trading than going on in in, in Miami. And and the reason why there's some truth to what
0: you're saying on that, and it's a sad situation because not an owner or a player is better, is supposed to be bigger than the shield. It's not supposed to happen. Not an owner is a privilege to own one of these 32 teams. And it's a privilege to play in the league. There's not supposed to be one. or So I agree with you. That's the mindset. Now, the crazy thing about it, we didn't get into it today because with the breaking news and stuff, but John Gruden – that, you know, John Gruden is going through this legal lawsuit with the NFL and he brings up the Brian Flores situation in Miami. And say, <laughs> you see, you hypocrites like y'all knew these comments were me and my email from years ago. But yet you, you, you ain't worried about no discrimination. You ain't worried about that. Look at look at them. Look at Brian Flores situation. Chucky's coming out swinging like Chucky. First of all, he's got the money to do it. And he understands that if he never coaches and probably won't. He understands, he's at peace and he knows that I'm not getting back in that league. If I want to coach, I've got to go to college. I've got to go to high school, but I'm not getting back in the NFL. So I'm about to bring, I'm, I'm John Gruden. So I'm about to bring as much as in, John wants this to go to trial. And that's what I'm hearing that they're, the NFL is trying to mediate with him and try to, John is pushing this wants to go to trial because John wants dirty laundry air.
1: Well, on hell, the, NFL. the ac- accusations against him, the, the emails and the information that came out—it's hard for him to even get hired by a network at this point. That's true. his livelihood. True, true. Oh man, he all right. Mark Davis had to pay a lot of that hundred guarantee that he went.
0: But anyway, man, great show today. That's a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of this show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Sandspin, the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up at Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, forget the snooze button. And before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding? Peace. See you tomorrow.